Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, Come Be My Light, The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 3, Continued, The Conclusion of Mother Teresa's Letter to the Archbishop of Calcutta, January 13, 1947. The Work The sisters' work would be to go to the people. No boarding schools, but plenty of schools, free, up to class two. In each parish, two sisters would go, one for the sick and the dying, one for the school. If the number requires, pairs can increase. The sisters would teach the little ones help them have pure recreations, and so keep them from the street and sin. The school would be only in the very poor places of the parish, to get the children from the streets, to keep them for the poor parents who have to work. The one who will take care of the sick, she will assist the dying, do all the work for the sick, just as much, if not more, What a person gets in hospital. Wash them and prepare the place for his coming. At the appointed time, the sisters will all meet at the same place from the different parishes and go home. Where they would have this complete separation from the world. This in the cities, where the number of poor is great. In the villages, the same thing. Only there, they could leave the said village once their work of instruction and service ends. To move about with great ease and fast, each nun should learn how to ride a bicycle, some how to drive a bus. This is a little too up to date. But souls are dying for want of care, for want of love. These sisters, these true victims, should do the work that is wanting in Christ's apostolate in India. They should also have a hospital for little children with bad diseases. The nuns of this order will be called missionaries of charity or missionary sisters of charity. God is calling me unworthy and sinful that I am. I am longing to give all for souls. They will all think me mad. After so many years, to begin a thing which will bring me, for the most part, only suffering. But he calls me also to join the few, to start the work, to fight the devil, and deprive him of the thousand little souls which he is destroying every day. This letter is rather long, but I have told you everything as I would have told my mother. I long to be really only his, to burn myself completely for him and souls. I want him to be loved tenderly by many. So, if you think, if you wish, I am ready to do his will. Count not my feelings. Count not the cost I would have to pay. I am ready, for I have already given my all to him. 
And if you think all this a deception, this too I would accept and sacrifice myself completely. I am sending this through Father Van Exen. I have given him full permission to use anything I have told him which is in connection with me and him in this work. My change to Ansisol seems to me a part of his plan. There I will have more time to pray and prepare myself for his coming. In this matter, I leave myself completely in your hands. Pray for me, that I would become a religious according to his heart. Your beloved daughter in J.C., Mary Teresa. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of Leon, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In St. Matthew's Gospel, why does our Lord say that at the end of the world, many people will fall away? Many people will not believe anymore. Well, he says, because the love of many hearts will grow cold. Love will grow cold. And when people do not see the love of Christ, then it's hard to believe that Christ is real. It's hard to believe that he's true. For love alone a theologian has written, love alone is credible. It's only when people experience that love of Christ, experience his mercy, that what he says about himself and who he is makes sense. Because all of us are made in the image of God. All of us are made from love and for love. We're made from God's love and we're made for loving. And because we are in the image of God, we have a thirst inside of ourselves, a longing, a yearning to love and to be loved. And it's only when we realize the fullest revelation of God is that he is love that we can believe in this. But how will people know that Jesus loves them? How will they know that Jesus is real? Well, this is what the church is for. The church exists to manifest the love of Christ, to allow the love of Christ to flow from us to others. And Mother Teresa saw very clearly that people were not believing in Jesus for want of love, for want of care. If only these people could know that they were loved and cared for, that they were wanted, then their hearts would open. Their minds would be filled with the truth of Christ. 
And she conceives as of the missionaries of charity as fulfilling this path. And what does Mother Teresa want more than anything else? She wants Jesus to be loved tenderly by many. And if that's what Mother Teresa wants, it must be what Jesus wants. Jesus wants to be loved tenderly by many. And he put into her heart his own desire. He's allowing her to share in his own desire to be loved tenderly. And during this Lent, as we're trying to spend 40 days with Jesus in the desert, we're asking for the dispositions of Jesus to go into us. We are practicing penance. We're recalling our baptism like Jesus did. So that what he wanted, we can want. Everything we're doing during Lent has to be about seeking union with Jesus. And what Jesus wants is you and I and everyone, in fact, to love him tenderly. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.